not bad, right? Oh, not 67. Bad, not bad. Ah, okay, guys, welcome in. Welcome to the Three Marketer Show. Now, this is episode 67, as Manfred counted just now. And we have a very special guest returning after one year. Ian is here. All right, Ooh, guys. Okay, now, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is actually the first time we do the Three Marketer Show using the new app. It's called mm. the Melon app. Ah, so based on my reason to live experience using this app, right? I'd say, well, certain aspects it is better than StreamYard. Certain aspects mm. it lose out the StreamYard, but I would say it's about ninety over percent. So the reason why I changed, just to make sure that you guys are actually, you know, you guys are watching this, right? The reason why I changed is because Melon is currently running a lifetime deal on AppSumo. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Ah, so. $99 for a lifetime instead of me paying like $25 every month for the past then two years. And they, they never give me any discount. So <laughs> it's time for me to run away. I'm already running away. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I am an AppSumo affiliate, but I'm not sending you any link. So you just go over to AppSumo and sign up. If you are using, if live streaming is your thing, if live streaming is your thing, go over and take it. But it's 99 for a lifetime. And I, think, I think, really think it's a no brainer. Okay, now come back to this one. Okay, now this is the three market day show. If this is the first time you watch this, you know we do this every Wednesday night. We have been doing this for 67 weeks right now. So uh, yeah, and today we have a very interesting topic, which is we're going to talk about SEM. Uh, we had yep. another guest talking about SEM. And the last time hmm. Ian appeared here, he was talking about, you know, the SEO. SEO. <laughs> so yeah. I, but I, but as we were discussing at the back just now, right, in, in the backstage, Ian's um, agency specializes in SEM. Exactly. Yeah. So in fact, like because digital marketing is is very broad. So sometimes you and you want to do a as in one thing, right? Like uh, generating sales for e-commerce is not going to be like just one um method alone. There are multiple methods. So that's why SEO, SEM is like the primary go-to uh methods that we use. Yeah. Good, good, good. But since hey, Manfred, your guest, man. So yep. gotta do glad you do the job <laughs> a little bit. I mean, we have, we do a bit of formula, form, formality, lah, okay? Like, you know, we're supposed to have Manfred because he's Manfred's uh, guest. So we let Manfred do the introduction. Like, then he will talk about his past life and all that. Like, Manfred, you're up. <laughs> I, I think one year is really too long. Eh? Next time, must cut cut short uh, and invite Ian more, come more often. Yeah. I, I, I know, okay. I will block out my time just for you guys. Okay. It's the end of the year. So end of the last year is show. actually last show of uh, the 2021. Yeah, it's a good yeah. time to do reflection. Yeah. Say thank you to people who has uh, answered our question, especially Ian. Ian, every time I ask questions, uh, <laughs> he will not hesitate. No? He will, mm -hmm. no matter how busy he is, he will really spend some time. And of course, we have some discussion, a little bit of argument, uh, but uh, <laughs> everything is still okay. You so, argue with a guru or SEM, uh, wow, wow. So I want to say thank you to him. And uh, I cannot be selfish. I cannot hit Ian all to myself. So I decided to invite him to come back again. So we can ask him more questions. <laughs> right. So we actually no have like this this round Manfred go crazy a bit. Like, he actually gave me about 20 questions. Wow. So, uh, definitely we can't cover I don't know. Like, I lost count. Like, you know, sometimes our friend get carried away, too excited, right? But welcome, welcome again. Welcome to the show again. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me here, man. So how's how's things? How's things? It's been a year. Your last yes. appearance was on the 9th of 
Nine of December. December. Nine December. Oh, it's December as well, is it? Oh, yes, I yes. Oh, time flies, man. Yeah, so, one year, think, fast forward. How's things? I think. Year end usually is a much more uh, quieter period because because I run the agency right, so clients most of the time are already on leave or they are clearing leave. So this is the best time for me to to review what um is in the agency have done in in the past twelve months. Yeah. So in fact now is in I I wouldn't say it's like free period for me right. It's more towards like for me to review and enhance the things like processes, workflow and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would say it's very fruitful journey. Like definitely learn a lot. Especially when when now um building a team, then that's where, wow, it's a whole different ball game. When you face um campaigns data compared to facing a human, uh, as in a lot more things to, to uh in a way to worry about, right? A lot more things to take care as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an expansion now, right? Sorry. It's an expan. It's an expansion. I mean, uh, you did better mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. I would say. I would, yeah, definitely. In our fight, it's definitely better in terms of uh, so like in terms of our team size also grow um grew as well. So I think for agency right um we don't really have we man, don't manufacture any product right. So in fact, man hours is is what we manufacture. So as you grow in terms of team size, then that's where you can take in more clients as well. So I think that is part and parcel of our agency building as well. No. Yeah. True, true. Now, it's so it's good to know that you're actually growing. Uh, it's a good thing. But by the way, we have Chi Wai here. Nah, you see, this is how the, this is how the chat looks like. Uh, not bad, right? Oh, Not bad, right? Ah, I, I forgot to change the color. Lah, so it's in red, but you guys live with it. So yeah, so it's okay. You've got to poison me already. $99 is no-brainer, to be frank. And, and, okay, we're going to look at Epsumo. Ah, like, yeah. like Ian just now, you were saying that you want to actually transit kind of thing, right? You want to... Mm embrace right. on uh you know a journey to kind of like position yourself as an authority going live is one of the most important thing correct yep. yeah no so that's, that's what i did la. i mean last one year plus two years i think we went live more than two two to three hundred lives all together mm. so it's like almost the other day we have one live session but 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 you live until you don't know what to do la. So, but that's that's the whole <laughs> idea okay wait, now today we talk about sem hey but wait man uh andrew you wanted to say something uh, you know, like I say to for Jason, this is bread and butter. Like just wake up, turn on the camera, yak for an hour, and then look at check his bank account, and that's it. <laughs> I hope lies like that. I hope lies. Yeah, like easy as ABC. Yeah. But, but 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 seriously, it's because yesterday I attended. A, uh, I mean, digress a bit, lah. Since you guys are here, right? You know, it's a it's a, yeah. like, it's a nice discussion. Year end discussion. Yeah, right? it's a year end discussion. So we cheated you in to talk about SEM, but at the end of the day, we talk about <laughs> something else. Also, you can't do anything, ma, right? right? <laughs> I mean, yesterday I was I was I was um I was actually attending um a webinar. Mm. You know, oh. um in in fact, this month I attended a lot of webinar to learn. Oh, okay. um, just to learn uh, from other people's processes and like what Ian was saying, lah. You know, yeah. to learn from other people, right? But uh, I think one thing uh, because I actually attended a webinar from a YouTuber, so she mm-hmm. created uh, uh, she hit one thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand subscriber in three months. Oh wow. shit! Yeah, hundred thousand subscribers in three months, and uh, basically, uh, two years fast forward to today, she's actually running a six figure per month kind of revenue. Holy shit. Wow. Huh. And one man. One man. So what is really important is a lot of people was looking at the front end numbers. Man. But in fact, yeah. it's the processes at the back end that is really right. making you money. Mm-hmm. But man, uh, Andrew was saying just now about the lead gen, right? So so that's 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 really the thing. But you know, just to kind of like tease you guys a little bit, that's what I'm gonna teach. Right. <laughs> My process, right? Yes. My process, right? That's the back end kind of thing. 2022. Watch out for it. Yeah, I mean, gotta gotta poison you guys a bit, right? Twenty twenty two is gonna be very exciting, but today we talk about SEM, right? So, guys, 
as usual. Any questions regarding SEM, you know you have a person that you can really ask and you can get good questions coming from. Although Manfred said he go and chat chore, but then again, you know, we don't know. <laughs> mm. uh, so, uh, so ask any questions. Uh, I'm still learning this, this thing, but I think I know where to put a chat stop and all that, mm. right? But then again, uh, okay, now I want to quickly go over to the first question. Yes. Okay, now, which is we want to go back to the SEM, search engine marketing. But marketing. Yeah, I think let's let's do this for the benefit of the total beginner. What is SEM? Okay, so I would say SEM is um, as, as simple as like um, you can run like Google ads, search ads specifically, right? So in, in, in some, in, in, I would say it's a short form for search engine marketing. So it's like anyone, any advertisers out there, you can get on board to Google ads and start running search ads, targeting on keywords. And in fact, I think things have changed a lot, right? Since I think uh, recently, all the thing about like AI, machine learning has comes in. And in fact, uh, I believe um, few years down the road or even few months down the road, it will be a thing that we don't even need to bid for any keywords anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So things have changed. So I think I'm not sure what, what, how, how these things will change. In fact, for SEM, it's as simple as you bidding for any keywords that are that are with reference to your service or products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then that's where your ad shows up. Yeah, so that is in a in, uh, layman, layman example of uh, explanation of uh, SEM. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So SEM technically is when you want to go out using Google and YouTube ads to surface your businesses and actually let people find you, right? Is to, is to get found. Yeah. Okay. On the right search, platform. Correct. Search, right? On the right, right platform. Because to be frank, uh, like a lot of businesses, a lot of businesses actually came to me and asked, hey, Jason, is Facebook ads for my business? I would say it's very simple, man. You know, if your business is kind of discovery based, if people need to see you to yep. oh to think of buying from you, then of course Facebook works. Yep. But if your 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 kind of business is really where people already know where to search, which is either usually Google or YouTube, right? They need to do search ad. All right. So I think that's that's right. really the just to help everyone because you know I always like to moving forward. I mean, the way we actually do the show is try to uh, kind of like anchor this for you know beginners. But of course, we are not rejecting if you have some, you know, like very high-end questions usually come from people like, uh, you know, like Chiwai huh? Like, what <laughs> them, what them, what them? You're going to take out wallet for Jason again. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That works, that works. That yeah, works yeah. Huh? Hey, Lucky, yeah. uh, you give you a chance to take out wallet, man. <laughs> you get one of money for what? Someone <laughs> must spread it out. Lad. Correct. Uh, that's yeah, how that's we a, That's grow, a good question for you. Mm. Although Google is obviously the dominant uh, search, mm especially if you do search right. engine marketing. Do you do ads for Bing and also Yahoo? Mm, now, in fact, now it's we do Bing for actually. Bing, many Bing. But then right. in terms of, I would say the, the spend, right, is right. very, very minimal. So to me, I find that it becomes a, a, a hassle to really like manage multiple channels. If like, for example, it's in, um, you need a small budget to Bing and ultimately you, sometimes you get conversions from it as well, for mm. sure. There are people who use Bing. Like because I, if I'm not wrong, um, like uh, if you're using Edge as a browser, the default could be Bing. So this could be a case where the portion the market share that still uses, uh, they could be using Bing. Mm -hmm. But in general, really depends. The search volume can be really, really low. And but good, the good thing is that um, yes, you are still enjoying the benefit of like um, in, in as, a, as a search ads, which are targeting buying intent. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. And you have a low CPC and of course low cost per conversion. But ultimately, um, whether you can scale is going to be a challenge. Yeah. So in fact, search always have that scaling issue, right? Unlike like Facebook ads, your um you don't really need to wait for a person to search or you do you don't need to have a search in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as you can see, if you bring this to Bing, right, the the limited um I would say searches is another factor that's going to prevent you from scaling. So is the, mm-hmm. is the cost per click lower? Wow, as in it can be, I would say three, four, three, four times lower depending on the industry. Because it, in in Google, right, you can longer see uh, cost per click that is below a dollar. But in being sometimes depending on industry, you still mm. see that kind of cost per click. And right. so imagine, but then of course, uh, it's in a way very hard to to scale and generate enough impression because in digital marketing, it's still a number game as well, right? Mm. So without without enough clicks, impressions, you can't really drive that conversions. Yeah, it's just to cover bases. I guess if you want to, if you want to for a client, it's basically just to make sure all the angles are there. I correct, think. correct. Okay, yeah, but that's that's a very good question because um, seriously, I think this also applies to the so-called the region that we are targeting as well. Yeah, because recently I, I started a channel that I get really strong in Taiwan. Mm. Oh, I guess I mean for my Chinese channel, so I I got really strong in Taiwan. Sixty over percent of my visitors are coming from Taiwan right now. Mm, interesting. So uh. Yeah, Yahoo, man. Damn. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Yahoo is still people... the thing. Right, right. right. If I think people go to Google in, in Taiwan, right? They go to Google and search for Yahoo. So Oh yeah? So, really? <laughs> yeah. In a way, it's something that's why I'm as in seeing. I'm not sure. Um this was, this was something I checked like a few years back. Uh, I'm not sure is it still the case because if you go to Google Keyword Planner, right? You just use that to check uh Yahoo search volume. It's very high. So in fact, people go to Google to uh it's like a, a navigational tool for them, right? You search Yahoo, you search any any website that you're looking for instead right. of the domain, right? So that that is the case for for Taiwan, yeah, you know, in a way. In Japan, in Japan, it's kind of weird because uh, I did I did I ran an ad for a client of mine in Japan. Uh, Yahoo was was considered popular among business people, mm. and uh, well, Google market. is for consumer. So I was running a B two B search. Uh, on Yahoo, but the interface is really crappy. Like, it's like ninety nine percent in Japanese. Oh, okay, yeah. la, You can get Manfred, ma. Manfred, Manfred, like, but yes, yeah. Japanese. Yeah. Right, Manfred. <laughs> so, but but we have uh, the client has uh, has an office has a Japanese team, la, So it's quite easy for them to translate and all those things. Mm. Yeah, but it's not cheap though. In I, fact, yeah. I as in I think Google right is in the the a lot of re- the reason why agency embrace Google more is in okay one thing is of course the the market share is huge but another thing is also ease of running ads you see so right recently I'm trying to that help clients in terms of running ads for on on Baidu and all this wow it's it's a hassle <laughs> right you need to go through a DSP you need to you need to pay for a setup fee wow as in oh yeah. You, you can't do that like just like Google Ads, you know, so yeah. and you need to submit a tons of documents to, to get them to approve, right? As in, if you're appro- as in applying oh, yes. for a client, you need yes. to submit a lot of documents. Yeah, yeah then this really like turn, turn, turn the agency off, like it's really a lot of hassle. Ah, yeah. And you, and you, like Yahoo's case, uh, you pay upfront and they don't notify you when they use up the credit one, you know, and they automatically yeah. charge you for the next batch. Next, uh, next batch. It's like, what the hell? When you send, send a, a so called, uh, uh inquiry uh, it takes you three days working days mm-hmm. to respond that's why i, I don't like when yeah. when the system is too very closed um closed up it's, it's not as um like even google i wouldn't say it's very transparent but ultimately you 
allows us to to set up account free is in um quite yeah. flexibly um yeah so that is the the thing i value mm. Okay. Nice, nice. All right. Nice. Okay. Let's now that's, these are these are good discussion, is it? Nah. Okay. <laughs> now, guys, let me see. Ah, uh, if there is any questions coming up on the chat, no. Ah, T Y laughing there for. Yeah. Know, okay. Then fine. Today is T Y lah. Our fourth marketer in place. Mainly T Y lah. La, uh, the rest so, are having uh, a post Christmas uh recovery. I mean, seriously, this week nobody works, right? I guess. Yep. I I'm not sure about you guys, lah. But I, 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 I've been in like kind of like really slow mode since the Christmas Eve and probably a few days earlier. You know, so before like, Christmas, yeah. one week can have like uh, a lot of meetings on, but I think this week and last week was uh exception. So that that's for me is a good thing, lah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, didn't so. realize it was Christmas Eve one day when I was doing my work. Then I checked the calendar, realized that shit is twenty fourth of December. I was asking my my daughter, I didn't know it was Christmas Eve. So. Ah. So that's that's a that's thing, not very good. That's not very good. Yeah. Very fast. But it's okay. It's okay. You got your family. You got the daughter. Your and, and the wife to remind uh, you. That's not bad, right? Just like my, <laughs> you know. So okay, yeah. like Chiwai, I say, uh, Richard is here. Ah, uh, he's working oh, forty hours. Here. A day. Hey, hi. Oh, how do you work forty hours a day, man? Please teach me, ah. Uh. Yeah, man. So wow. I can sleep like twelve hours, kind of thing, so that you know we get more yeah. sleep if we have forty eight yeah. hours, kind of thing. Okay, now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, let's let's come back to the questions that we have, right? So. Uh, uh, it was a very good discussion about where we, we we already kind of like understand not just on Google, you know, mm. search engine marketing also involves other search engines like Yahoo, yes. you know, like whatever like Andrew has experience in Japan, and even we have Bing, you know, and Baidu kind of thing in China. So now when it comes to businesses, right, Ian, help us. Mm. Uh, with, when why is it important to have keyword found in that copy mm. and landing page? Because one of the thing that uh, so called the best practices that we learn from, yeah, no no matter who out there. Is that when you are running for a certain keyword, mm. you need all these keywords to appear in mm. the copy and landing as well. Why? But yeah. why is this important? Yeah. Okay, so I think in general, uh, what okay, for example, when you search for a certain keyword, right? Okay, if you look at you do a live search now, you, you see the ad copy. Uh, if the ad copy contains that particular uh phrase or search phrases, right? Then it will be bold in a way. So I don't know whether Google do change the the, the appearance, but in general, this have been the case. So in in a way, this helps to capture attention, and most of the time, it helps to click through rate. So I think uh, a lot of time uh, what uh marketers like or even like uh, people who who run the search ads, they wanted to do this is also to make sure the ad is relevant to the search query, right? So this is also uh, when the the particular phrase is being bold, then it helps to to get gain the attention as well, and of course with better click-through rate, uh, other metrics like quality score do, do benefit as well. So I think this has been one thing that um, people mentioned, mentioned quite a lot of time, how it helps ads. And also, but then I wouldn't say that uh, you must like purposely, like uh, intentionally stuff the keywords in. Um, still, you need to make sure that your ads have the proper, it's in, at least it's in, have the right offer conveyed, right? So no point having the search phrase there, but then your ad copy is very generic without call to action. So it is just one of the factor for a good um search campaign setup, but it is not the only thing to 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 uh to use. Yeah. Mm. Hope this clarifies. Well, I think one <laughs> thing very important is example if you're looking for Nikon D550. Yeah. You know, obviously your ad copy must have the product, then your landing page must right. have the product. Else people go through, then hit your landing page. You come to a uh, all the product category, then people lost. I thought I'm looking for the Nikon D five five zero. Then yeah. send me to some somewhere yeah. else. So in fact, for this case, so that's right, one of the thing as in uh, yeah, precisely. So in fact, for this case, um, now nowadays, if you are running an e commerce site, uh, especially if your site is 
big in big as in rel- relatively big uh, e-commerce site with multiple product categories and products right then uh it will be quite a challenge to set up campaigns manually like what uh we did for like smaller sites so that is where e-commerce site typically they use this thing called dynamic ads they crawl through the site and and then based on the the site terms in the keywords on your pages they were um is in show for those keywords and then your ad copies is based on the information they see on the website as well so this in a way um helps to to um ensure these particular things that's in the best these particular best practices are this where you have keywords in the ad copy yeah and because it will also be in the landing page because the keywords that uh, you should be bidding for is also taken from the landing page itself so that is where dynamic search ads comes in to help with this particular issue yeah very true very true and and now the the the, the ai is actually quite good though it's quite correct so i think i think like i mentioned in in just just now also right in in um i think next few months or years think uh it will be a case where we don't even need to go and do keyword research or actually keyword research is a very time consuming process yeah so so um i think like next year june uh upcoming june right you won't be able to to in a way craft your ad copies like what we did in the past so it will be moving towards responsive search ads it's just like um facebook dynamic ads so you put in multiple uh, elements they will just um jumble up and match for you so responsive search ads is the the next thing to go so that's why now we are transiting clients to to respond uh, responsive search ads as well mm. so in future maybe keywords you also cannot have a say yeah it will be up to google mm. and and they may just force you to make sure that your content is in line because they will search based on your content now if it doesn't have that you can run the ads correct so in in a way that is where you run the the dynamic search ads then of course yeah. the next thing will be in the other one where you still have more control um you set up your own structure it's in uh the, the keywords for now you can still decide then but then the ad copies you can in a way um still retain the as in what you have like fixing the different headlines in different position by in responsive search ads now but what google want you to do is don't limit them too much right let them do the magic so that is the the push i'm seeing now yeah so in a way I, can, can i sorry sorry to interrupt no can we can we say that it's a kind of like easier to do google ads right now in a way i would say it, it definitely save a lot of like man hours then that's why um now our approach have been shifting as in it's, it's a good thing in a way because we don't really need to have a, a huge team of ad operations people to to as in do the same thing now because a lot of time the man hours can be lifted then that's where we want to shift our focus to like landing page um the creatives um the offer and all this because these are what really move the needle because like one one two dollar big change right to me it re- really doesn't change the whole thing yeah mm. so compared to like you changing something like a better offer or even like a just on the landing page optimization right it moved one two percent of conversion rate that really um shift whole performance awesome yeah awesome so i think cool. human mind is still more suited for for things like um i think creative work is still yes, still yeah. Uh, yeah that's something ai cannot replace for, for what i see it's, it's, so it's let ai simple. does what it does la. Yeah. all right know, let right. ai do what it what it does best now okay cool now right. that's that's a very good angle to look at because moving forward uh well 
uh, at least now we can actually see the agencies or the clients can have more time to craft the offer in the better way. Right. I think that's really, like, I totally agree with you. It's really that. that more creative than the manual work. La. Correct. Correct. Yes. Cool. I think that's that's a very good thing. Now, that I wanted to bring over uh, a question hey, from Bob. Bob. What's up, Bob? Hey. <laughs> okay, now, Bob has a question asking, uh, you know, hmm. the, to, to Ian. He's asking, what are your thoughts on seasonal copy? For example, adding Christmas hmm. to the headline. Does it help? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for seasonal copy, okay, um, for me, is it won't be intentionally trying to to like oh Christmas is coming. You add seasonal copy for the sake of because of Christmas. Because for me, most of the time is where we will use something like this. Is where client do have a promotion ongoing. Typically, it's e-commerce com- uh, companies that will do they they will do this. So for example, like now, um, uh, okay, maybe New Year Eve coming, right, or one one the e-commerce event. Then that's where we will include. Uh, information like this or if it's like a Christmas promotion then we'll include Cyber Monday we'll include yeah so it's purely to use for, for promotions but for B2B wise we re- to be honest we rarely use seasonal copy unless um, there is a relevancy there where you that particular event right matches your the products that you are selling yeah so I would say adding is not really for things that enhance your, your maybe like uh campaign performance yes maybe it do help with ctr if it's a promotion specifically yep. yeah and cool. typically one thing i think for seasonal thing is that a lot of time right people like to target uh christmas christmas gift or christmas related keywords or like mother's day mother's day gift right for me i don't really like to to target all these because everybody will be fighting then and when we search for mother's day gift right it might not be a your, your, your product might not be what people want to buy. So it, w- it will be a case where you have very, very low conversions. Then you are paying a lot of uh, high CPC for this kind of thing. So that's why um, if you are saying seasonal copy, um, you can do it for your usual campaign, evergreen campaign, and not something where I would recommend to, to create for maybe like uh, on top of like seasonal keywords as well. Yeah. Awesome. Just, well, just to add to Bob's question, is there a minimum like period that for you to run the ads in order to bet in you know like do you run can you run it for three days five days or you need to run this for seven days for you to, mm. to see some some reasonable results okay so i would say because for search wise right to be honest um if you have like three days sometimes you your camp your campaign or that particular seasonal ads that you created with the, the specific offer right yeah. might not get much um impression because it's very short period of time so that is the the one thing that you might want to consider how long you want to to run this campaign mm-hmm. or does the keyword that you are bidding on um does does it have enough like search volume as well yeah because if not you, you yes you have the seasonal copy but then in the in, in the end nobody really see that ad. yeah because okay. the keyword in the first place is low search yep. in, in terms of the volume understood yeah. okay cool. Cool. cool 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 now we're just testing the layout like wait wait guys since we had this this <laughs> Because now, then we cannot see, ma. Like okay, now, ah, uh, then, yeah, then why? Why my face? Ah, uh, I'm not a guest, lah. No, 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 no. So no, no, like, no, those who are like... talking, right? Then we will be enlarged. Then I know where to look. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but it's not automatic, lah. It's not automatic. That's mm, why you know that's that's know. that's the thing. I still have to play a bit. But but okay, just wanted to show you guys, right? Uh, since you had this, right? See, now we have a different kind of layout over here, but it blocks still in a way. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's come it's back. Okay. To this. It's okay. We can have our guests have all the limelight. I know. That's why. Right, so yeah, because Mantra has been quiet now, so I moved Andrew out because it was Andrew's question. But oh, thanks for the question, uh, uh, Bob. You know, I think that's a very good one. And thank you, uh, Ian, for very in-depth sharing in terms of whatever strategies that might, awesome. uh, might take place right in this case. Yeah. Now, then we have the next question coming from Chi Wai. 
Uh, this one long, uh, we can actually hide <laughs> ourselves that we, we will not be seen anyway. So, uh, yeah. so how would you keep ensuring uh, keyword consistency for the landing page? For the keyword we're targeting, hmm. like the article keep repeating and repeating. Uh, that's, well, okay, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ian, do you catch it? Yeah, if uh, not, then we will bring it down. Then see why. Yeah, what is it? What you mean by the article keep repeating and repeating? Meaning that probably you keep repeating the bloody keyword inside the article. Ah, uh, okay. So I think, like I mentioned, as in I for me, I don't even for as in SEO, right? I don't like to to deliberately stuff keywords or even like even for ads wise, I don't deliberate like to deliberately do certain things. I prefer yes, you when you write, um. The, the copyright still write it in a way where you, you want to convey the right offer um to who who is audience that you're targeting so i think don't um to be too or as in i would say um as in i would say like uh focus on this particular keyword um inside the landing page yes by net as long as naturally you write the content keywords for sure will be sprinkled around the, the landing page as well yeah so but of course there's another way uh, i'm not sure if this answered the question so for some of the landing page builder tools right um some of the tools that we use like unbounce and all this there is a way where you can do dynamic dynamic keyword insertion into the landing page so this oh. is one way you can dynamically um have the keyword or deliberately have the keyword in the headline for example so mm. for example like uh Okay, I have one uh, one client based in US. So for them, right, they are targeting students who wish to enroll. As in maybe they are searching for like Harvard, uh, univers uh, Harvard University admission, for example. Yeah. So when they go into the landing page, it will be saying that um, uh, going to your dream school, dream university, Harvard or something, right? Then we will insert the keyword there to to make sure when he search Harvard, it will be Harvard in the the headline. If they oh. don't specifically search for any university, so it will be like something like uh trying is in uh as in wanting to study in usa so it will be a generic headline so that is one trick you can use um is in to have keywords in the landing page so you have yeah. a dynamic landing page is it so you only have one landing page but uh, you can set where the headline um oh. have dynamic uh as in headline oh where, correct based on the keyword they search you can set it in a way where you will pass the information to the landing page and show that that term I see. So you I can see. make sure, in a way, you are trying to personalize the landing page yeah, to the yeah. searcher. Correct. Yeah. So it, I wouldn't say it's the, a deliberate way to staff keywords, but it's simply just to personalize the landing page. I used okay. to do like multiple landing page those days oh, to address yeah. uh, different keywords. So I right. probably like do replicate seven or eight landing page, and each wow. one targeted for specific keywords. Yeah. Now you right. know you can you can save so much time and effort. I know that's why, man. Yes, one URL only. One one URL only. Correct. One URL. The time taken as what Andrew has mentioned. Huh. Yeah, I also do Andrew's method. As in, say example, uh, uh page A, page B, page mm. C, page yep. D. Then the, this method where you dynamically do it. The time taken for the manual process and the dynamic process is it more or less the same? Wow. Okay. So also, I like, give you one scenario, right? For example, you have ten pages. What if the client yeah. tell you, say, I want to change one word. Oh shit! That'd be oh. Too so, <laughs> I so now the scenario is if you only have one page. Okay, client tell you say I need to change the content. Okay, yeah. you only edit one page. If yeah. you have ten of this page, my oh my god, that is the uh, the the nightmare for the designer. That was crazy, right? Yeah. So I think for for okay, for me this is where where I think uh why I, I want to improve things like workflow because I if, if I use the method creating ten pages right, I foresee this will be an issue as well. So that's why I think um. Okay, like for tools like um Unbounce and on any landing page builder out there, then this becomes a, a worth uh worthwhile investment. Yeah, because imagine like the number of hours 
Oh, uh, yes. Even though it's not my hours, like, but it's, it's, it's still it's still your company's as in man hours in a way, right? Yeah. Invest in, in this kind of small changes. And you know, clients, sometimes they will do have minor changes here and there. Yes. Yeah, so it's inevitable. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I got to search out all these landing pages already, man. That's an interesting topic. That's the benefit of having people like Ian I know, come over, right. you know, every like, you know, now. Example like e-commerce, uh, I think this is uh, very useful, uh, especially yeah. for e-commerce. But if you have small number and you don't really keen to set up the dynamic uh, landing pages, you think the manual way still can work uh, if you have small mm. numbers. Uh. It depends on your yeah. needs. Uh, I think it's de- 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 it pretty much depends on your needs. Okay. okay. So yeah, thanks for the sharing right. and thanks GY good for the question. Great question. Good one. Good one. Now we have uh, an article coming up. You guys get ready. Huh? You know, as usual, we come from Richard. That's the thing. We have a damn article coming up. So yeah. Okay, let's go. There we go. Question one. Uh, would you recommend Bing plus Google for SEM for better result? Go for that. Mm, first. Okay, okay, let's do one at a time. <laughs> so I think for, for this, I would say, um, hey, Bing plus Google, I think just now we mentioned it's also for Bing, right? The main challenge is the, I would say, the volume of searches. So if it's too low, sometimes as in we will, we will ask ourselves like, hey, is it like even worthwhile to, to yeah. manage additional channel? Because any any additional channel, right, regardless of the budget size, it's still some amount and man hours. And what is the, the ROI from this? Yeah, so sometimes... Um, we also will tell clients say, hey, uh, it's really depending on the search volume as well. It's, it's too low, then um, is it, does it justify this or not? Yeah, so of course, if it's an e-commerce company, then we, we, it will be easier for us to measure the ROI based on things like um, the ROAS, whether it's worthwhile to continue, right? So if, because for one client, it's worthwhile to continue because even though the volume is not high, it's literally like like free money in a way because you put in um, the ROAS, if I recall correctly, is around 10x counting where you put in $1, you get $10 back. So it, the volume is not high to really move the needle, but it's literally like free money. But for agency-wise, it's something that additional channel to manage. Yeah. So it depends because certain industry, um, B2B, I, I don't know whether if the search volume is high or not. You always might want to do a, a check. Yeah. Because search yeah. volume is everything for Google search or even like for search ads. Unless you are, you are a global market, because Bing's market share as of 2021 is 7%. Mm. Yahoo is three mm. percent, and the balance is with Google. So wow. you have to, you, like I think Jason mentioned correctly, you have to look at the industry that you're in, research whether whether Bing's actually covers the market. Correct. If it doesn't, by all means, you Correct. should spend money, lah. Otherwise, yeah. But sometimes I think Google is the cost per click getting too high. Then we also need to revisit to see like is it still worthwhile to to continue because yeah. the cost per click is like maybe five hundred for for one day then. Uh, is it still worthwhile to to pursue that that channel or not? Yeah, so that's where mm-hmm. um, we, as an agency, we need to give like a, a genuine advice lah on this. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Quick, right. I think. Question uh, number two. Hope this is <laughs> We go for the next one. Some industries may have low keyword search volume, which is coming back to the similar mm-hmm. situation that we're discussing, which makes um, SEM a bit challenging. Right. Advice to manage things mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good one. Wow, this one, as in, I faced this quite a number of times. And recently, is um, there's this particular industry, right? It's a, a telco kind of thing. So they want, they are targeting like IoT solution. So I think Ooh. IoT is is very very broadly searched, but then uh, it will be searched in a way just like people search for digital transformation. There isn't a specific buying intent into it. Yeah. So that is where you need to really do a lot of keyword research and really is in 
oh, this really need some discussion with client, right? To mm. to get some ideas from their be it their sales team, like what kind of things, right? Do you think that your customer will search and what does uh, what does the industry call this product? Yep. Yeah, then from there you need to check is there any validate the search volume. So it takes some time to really figure this out. Yeah, and that's where where a lot of communication with the clients is required. But of mm. course, certain industry the search volume is really really low. Then that's where you uh it could be a sign that okay. Usually, I won't jump to conclusion saying that hey, search is not for for them, but it will be something that uh, either uh, it was really not suitable, or yep. it could be there is still some um, research to be done to really find the right keyword. Yeah, yeah. Some are more research intent as opposed to buying it. Correct. Correct. So, like for this case, uh, if you just target like the a lot of people would naturally think that hey, IoT right? Then we just target IoT keyword. But a lot yeah. of time, people are searching like what is IoT, Correct. right? This doesn't have buying intent. Correct. So then we change it to where people are finding things like uh, maybe smart um building management system because IoT comes into that. Yeah. So this is where you try. You might want to tackle this in another angle. Yeah. Whether um you might want to tackle on like the product applications to find that right ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Alternatively, you kind of spend some money to run it and then narrow down by doing the search term exclusion correct so i like to like this case i would like to uh, usually for me when i run campaigns right always will have a broad match mm. um to as a prospecting um keywords right so just like facebook you have prospecting campaign for google search is a broad match keyword to do the prospecting because you if you just purely use um exact or phrase match right you can't if when you do whatever keyword research you do, you can't fully get the, the entire list of searches in the world or in the market. Correct. So you still have to use broad match to help you to, to match those. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Mm. Nice. Wow. Right. I mean, so, just to just to add something. So say example, some of the those drinks for uh dementia patients. Uh, so if your target audience is uh your spouse, uh, but the spouse maybe is 70, 80 years old, uh, they're not digitally savvy. So you can't really attack that kind of target audience via, via uh, search itself. Because they are not digitally savvy, then they don't search. You have to go other routes, so can't be helped. But the kids yeah. will be searching for the parents, right? Unless uh, there's a different audience, uh, the kids. Uh. All right. yeah. the kids so itself. your copy and all those things should be addressed. I think the same thing as in marketing, which Tishan mentioned, end of the day, you know, search, uh, Facebook and all those things are tools. Mm, it still right. go back to the the customer journey and who's the audience and persona you know, process. Yeah, where they spend their time. Uh, you must be very clear, la. Correct. So your messaging, Correct. since the children will be searching, like, the, the message will more for children. Yes. So your landing page, the, copy, everything has to address for it. the spouse. Uh. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. Now, uh, wow, that's that's. Kind of cool, right? Thanks for participating and uh, thanks for the questions, Richard. Thanks for the question. <laughs> uh, these are all good questions. That's why this is this this you know we have Richard, we have right. Ty, we have thanks, Bob guys. participating on YouTube right now, which is you know you guys are making the show very very fun to, to be with, right? Thank you so much for joining. Now I want to bring up the next one coming also from Ty. Uh, I think he's not. He's actually kind of like sharing his experience. He said responsive search ads is the way mm. to go. Tried it and it's a surpasses the, the results oh okay mm. compared to the conventional ad group tied to the ad copy yeah right. that's a good one good, good one. okay good so you guys that. should consider trying because right. i think to be frank right for whatever business that we are doing right, getting found is still one of the key thing yeah yeah so how do you get found in the cheapest way and you the highest revenue for you is really the best the, 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 i mean the, the most important thing to go so yeah i think that's that's that and uh, we have another question coming also from bob 
Mm. Uh, Bob is asking about targeting competitors' mm. brand keyword. You know, what's your thought wow. on this? <laughs> <laughs> I got in, I got this. Uh, okay, one one funny story to share as well. So recently, um, we she helped this uh e-commerce. Uh, now you know now a lot of like a direct to consumer brand popping up for e-commerce, right? So everybody yes, yep. like OEM something and they sell, sell, selling. So in fact, uh, we we actually targeted a competitors' brand for our mm. clients. So the competitors actually email to our clients saying, "Can you stop bidding on my competitors? Uh, on my brand terms." My own brand keywords. <laughs> Correct. So in fact, as in, or oh, this is in fact the first time, right? I I have seen these um. Uh, this kind of like response where where somebody actually email yeah. you is in the, the client to say hey stop bidding in, in fact in the past uh, so common it's because, it's a common correct. practice it's a right? common thing correct yeah. for a lot of industry especially um where industry that is very very price sensitive like insurance um like um mobile plan or even broadband so this is where you can easily target um competitors for them because to them right brand brand is not really very important price is still the most important like travel insurance recently we have clients on that yeah. and we bid on on uh, competitor system and you get conversion so the to me right what really um matters when it comes to whether should we target competitors term i w- if it's really boil down to boils down to the the co- cost of conversion or does it make sense when it comes to to like acquiring this customer from searching for a competitor's keyword because the you are at a disadvantage when a person search for a competitor's name then it is very hard for them to convert to you because their intent is strong that's why you need to you can do that if you are in a very uh, price sensitive kind of uh, verticals or in, it's in products then you can you can safely do this but mm. like for example um apple you you can't really convert a person to other <laughs> brand if you search for apple so this becomes a, a thing that you need to balance as well so yeah. for me i prefer to use data to to let me know uh if the cost per conversion is something that makes sense to you even though it's slightly higher for sure in most most cases is it does it make sense for you to to spend a bit more to to in a way to snatch your competitors um lead or sales mm-hmm. yeah if it's worth it then by all means mm-hmm. you uh, yeah. to prove the hypothesis that uh, apple users saw your advertisement saw xiaomi saw samsung oppo vivo they will convert uh. yeah uh, you try you really not, like, you know, yeah, you try harder it's burning money la, for the fun of it why not right yeah. so no, but yeah. sometimes it's actually the appearance as in you know people can see their brand Oh, this is common in a few industries. If you in bidding on competitors' term, like um, SaaS product. SaaS so product, for example, yes. yep. Is it email, like, email marketing right? tools as well. Yep. Yes, correct. Yeah, so right I think they like to, even SEO. They use this technique where they create content, right? Competitors' name alternative. They like to create content. Oh, yes. That's the only way yes, you can yes. insert your competitors' keyword there, yeah. or even like a compa- uh, comparison table. Comparison. Yeah. 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 comparable. Uh, comparable uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Comparable. So yeah. this is some technique they use I, i'm not sure how how good is the conversions if you are if you like for example now you search uh stream yeah melon melon could be there yeah mm. true right? true <laughs> but probably have sumo buying the keyword mm. oh yeah, yeah i think i saw this it's because when as in i see that you guys are using melon then i went to check eh, why is what's so different about melon right. yeah. so melon is actually F-Sumo. fairly new though i think melon yeah. popped up only last year mm. oh okay only last year in 2020 yeah. so but then again they are growing quite well they're actually growing quite well so bottom line is you can you should experiment i think if you for if sure. you yes, want correct. to try you should look at the results correct. yeah okay thanks for the question bob you know i forgot to all right uh, supposed to bob is supposed to be here okay <laughs> all right thanks for the question uh all right as usual guys you, you guys have any questions we are like 
you know, like another 15 minutes to go. Any questions mm-hmm. you can pop in the comment. Just make sure that we are taking. Then after that, now we move on to our question number two. <laughs> yeah, just keep make sure that we really <laughs> dig the most out of Ian, right? Because right. this is a very important thing. Because to be frank, um, like I just just a just a sidetrack a little bit, right? In fact, one of the way that those in fact those YouTubers grow their YouTube channel is through ads. Mm. Oh, is it? Don't believe in bloody organic. Don't be that cute, okay? Because if your channel is damn new, how can you get discovered? Google would do would not know that you know YouTube would not know that your content is suitable for which kind of people. Mm. So you need to run ads to increase the yeah. visibility, All right. yeah. and of course your content has to be good, and you get certain percentage of conversion. And then you write right on top. Then you will keep growing, and you will keep growing. So that's that's kind of a key 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 thing. You know, growing a YouTube channel. One of the key thing is run ads but how to run minimum and you know how to run in a strategic way yeah uh, that's that's where mm-hmm. we can actually you know share basically now let's come back to the question over here second question. Uh, we have been yeah <laughs> we, are, we are actually going to the second question we have been talking about landing pages now to those people who are kind of like new to digital or so-called website or whatever that it, that is right they will feel confusion you know mm-hmm. what is the difference between the a landing page and mm-hmm. a web page or a website so uh to just to help this so-called like beginners to understand this this part right so ian what would be your 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 take on this one okay so i think for landing page for me i usually see it as an independent page okay so it independent it need not mean that it must be from a different domain or anything it can be as simple as like your domain slash landing page right so landing page the main i'll say the characteristic right is designed to convert Right, when what I mean by that, so usually you don't see navigation menu on, on landing page and on a web page is just another page, um uh, a child page on your website. So of course it will come come with the all the na- uh, navigation menu, footer menu, social media icons. So the reason why landing page uh is built to convert because you don't have all this distraction. Right? Imagine if the person went on to your about page, went on to your contact page and they get lost and they, they just leave or something like that. So or even they click onto the social media icons, then they went on to the social media pages. So to me, right, in fact we, we did a few tests as well. Recently, uh, not really, since last year, we built our own design design team to focus on building landing pages and of course testing it, right? So I think that's where we realized the importance because when we first started dabbling in like, hey, maybe we should start building landing page because uh, it's always very hard to get client to build something, right? Mm. So, and when you have more control um, in terms of all this, right? It helps you in terms of campaign wise because ads can only do certain, can only bring the traffic over. If you have a very, very bad landing page, then you your performance is at stake, you see. So that's where we help clients to build landing page. Then uh, we... We definitely the landing page will don't have this, those navigations, um, those social media icons, yeah. So that is where you it we compare a difference, right? In terms it, before that, our campaign driving to the web page conversion I have seen is below one percent for sure, below one percent. Yeah. But then you, when you go on the landing page itself, the conversion is like five six percent, seven percent. That is also yeah, depending on the offer as well. So to me, landing page makes a lot of sense, yeah, especially when. Ultimately, okay, to me, right, uh, you you see bounce rate is very high. To me, it's okay because ultimately, when you have a landing page, you only want two type of result: either the person leave or they convert. So, I don't need them to go into page A, B, C, D to to view more or something like that. Yeah, so that's where the power of the uh, how good your copy on the landing page um would would in a way convince the person to to act on it. Yep. Yeah. 
So performance is one thing that I see lah, in terms of the difference. Mm. Yeah. Special purpose uh, is a special purpose page just to do one thing, like you correctly mentioned. Correct, correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a very important way to understand it. Basically, you have your website, but your landing page is part of the website, <laughs> just that it's designed correct. to help you increase conversion to block out all these distractions. That's correct. a very good explanation. Thank you for that. Uh, Mine is uh, a long-winded yeah. explanation. <laughs> no, it's good. It's all good. It's all good. It's where we learn, right? And uh, we have Carl here. What's up, Carl? Hey. Carl is growing like crazy. Oh, man. Congratulations, huh? Carl awesome. is having a crazy good 2021. You know? We should yeah, get him back awesome. to, to have a chat again. Next yeah, time. man. One day, one day we should, right? But Chiwai has a question over here. You know, Chiwai asked, hmm. uh, would you think it's feasible to increase the max speed limit hmm. manually in order to win in terms of impression share and to hmm. appear top of the pages versus your competitors? Because despite hmm. You doing so, like not much yeah. difference. Just let it automatic and mm. hope for the best. What's your take? Mm. Okay, so in fact, for my end, right, um, internal, uh, as in our internal uh, workflow is where initially we always start off with like a manual bit, or sometimes we call enhanced CPC lah in a way. Yeah. So, uh, we will use manual bit for initial phase where once conversion starts coming in, we definitely want to transit clients to maximize conversions. If there's a budget limitations, if without, then we always can go to target CPA and all this because sometimes clients do have like a specific KPI in mind, right? Oh, I need to have like $17, $17 cost per acquisition. So those, we will always try to switch to, to that because we don't want to really um, use manual bidding because ultimately, what, what is the right bid to put it, right? So, of course, the downside is you can't control. The moment you set auto-bidding, whatever bids you set on the keyword level or ad group level will be overwrite, mm-hmm. right? So, then that is where, um, you, in, case, in some cases where maybe Google think that, hey, that particular search might not convert, then they will not bid so high or something. So, to me, I think that is okay. So, usually for, uh, for me, uh, if the client has specific requirements, say, hey, I want to be first, I want to outrank my competitors, then I might even do a case where I, I use the, the auto-bidding strategy, target target uh, impression share or something, yeah, or target top page bid, something like that. Yep. I can't remember why it's the exact one. So I, in fact, in the past, I use this because my clients specifically say, hey, I want to be higher than my competitors. So that's where you can set that, um, use auto-bid to help you with that particular uh, goal. But most of the time, I will just leave it to, to smart bidding to automate that part. Yeah. But you got to be careful of the of the budget because you can easily go uh, crazy with, with, with this when you give them too much rain, isn't it? Mm, I think it will still, because I think okay, for, for me, I usually don't set a specific cap to it because uh, I will see the beating, the CPC won't jump like sky high just in, within a short time frame. Hmm. Because ultimately, Google use something like a second price option, something like that. So that's where um, your, for example, the highest bid is, as in the next highest bid is $11. You only pay $11 and one cent to, right. to out, as in outrank him. So I don't think that you will suddenly come to, to a high level. But then it's more towards like, uh, as in on, on ongoing basis, we still monitor the campaign. So we will be able to see like, hey, why CBC suddenly increased like, five percent this this period of time yeah so usually we don't set a cap because to me i will still want the the uh the ai or machine learning to to really have more data to to look through yeah okay. and because sometimes if you set like oh for cases like target cpa right that's where you have to set something then if you set some uh too low of a cpa then in the end your ads might not might even stop serving as well because it's 
not achievable and in the way the system will just stop serving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's still in a way like I think your suggestion is if it's unless you really need to control, mm. else let the AI do its job. Correct. It's kind so, of like coming back to the same thing. <laughs> Correct. But I think GUI wanted to to in a way like set up the campaign to outrank, right? Then of course um you can either to because if you every time you want to manually increase the bid, then what if the person tried to outrank you? So mm -hmm. you can always try to use smart bidding. For me, the reason why I use smart bidding is because I don't want to always like hey, my client call me say, hey, my competitors are now ranking higher than me. Then I need to go into the account to increase the bid. So why not I use smart bidding to to uh, automate where anytime this particular person um uh, you try to get the top of uh top page ranking, I can't remember the name. Yeah, so the main goal is to automate that part so you always outrank the, the competitors hmm. yeah so like the clients stop client stop calling us to just to increase bid. <laughs> i like okay. the mindset i like the mindset i think that's really something that makes you know it's about going back to the process which is like you want to reduce the amount of time or an effort that you yeah. need to actually commit in managing a client that's how you grow an agency that's a very good right. one that's <laughs> a very good one that's we a, have good a good question you, man. yeah man yeah man we have a question from Carl. Um, okay, mm. now Carl is asking uh, about low volume, mm. uh, low keyword volume industry, low uh, low mm. volume keyword, low keyword volume industry. Okay. Right. Um, okay. Okay. On Google Shopping ad, that's a very mm. interesting scenario. What's okay. your take? Okay, so I think for shopping ads, it's something like keywords you can't have much control. Also, that that's where you need to look into the 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 product feed that you upload, the product title, the description, all this, this plays a significant role. Oh. So for me, I like to uh, cover naming conventions for product title, especially. So for example, if you are selling things like um, maybe uh, apparels, then important information you need to have is, uh, of course, the, the product name. Then if there's a brand, you make sure you include the brand. Then all these were put in place. Then this will help you to make sure uh, your your product are shown to a lot of um, keywords out there. So if you face issue that, hey, your ads is not really serving, right? Then you might need to revisit your um, product feed and your description as well. Oh. So that is one thing that I realized. Then of course, the campaign structure wise, you can look into um, if the product is not a lot, right? Then you can always look into a uh, single product ad group. So um, that's one way you can set up. So easier for you to control bidding or even like control um, at the product level but if it's a huge store then this might not make sense then you might want to restructure it and based on the categories or based on yeah that category will be a good uh options mm. good one good point good point awesome awesome thanks for the very good input like chiwa was saying right damn good input from ian thank you ian <laughs> you know, thanks. no problem and, thanks a lot thanks chiwa was saying your client is uh okay chiwa is saying yeah the client that's how clients ah. do things right because yeah. that's how they 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 kind of like keep a pulse on their campaign to see whether mm. you know they are doing it where connection loss connection loss connection loss but not bad yeah. uh, so far you see yeah, this okay, like okay, uh, yeah. the bad. whole thing is quite stable actually yeah. not bad not bad the lifetime so, deal is worth it, <laughs> oh, totally worth it. you guys can consider especially those who actually uses live as your tool um, we just recently, for, hmm? sorry, you're saying? You, I mean, yeah, I, I, nothing much. I forgot. Anyway, you're saying? <laughs> okay, so sorry. So, <laughs> cool, because recently there's uh, cases where software offering lifetime deal, right? They suddenly come back and say, hey, uh, we cannot support lifetime deal anymore. They need to start converting them to, to uh, subscription-based. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, some some like because oh. in WordPress we build website on WordPress, right? Some right. plugins they offer as lifetime view, but now they are coming saying that uh maybe it got acquired. Then the the new new uh oh, owner nice. come and say that hey uh we we try to support this, but then it's costly. Then we need to uh is we encourage yeah. you to support us by going to to subscription base. But they, can, they, they cannot dishonor the deal, right? Oh, some they dishonor. In fact, oh, yeah. they just say hey we cannot support anymore. We need to you need to go or if you uh, if then you need to cancel or something but of course they will try to give some form of discount to to the subscription right yeah. is that la. unless they or they can try to convince you in like other means to to in fact previously i got a lifetime deal from AppSumo for one seo tool as well but i now become a paying subscriber because i need to is it grow then you need to use more feature that is a good way for them to convert yeah but not like forcing down the throat like in a way to yeah, get you to to pay that's not good. That's yeah. Not good. Oh, sorry. Digress good. a bit. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I think this is really like about the chatting because I don't think uh, you know, like while we are here, right? Let me yeah. see if there is any more questions coming in. Like Manfred is 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 not here. He's trying to get connected, so yeah. Uh, okay, now uh, I think this is a very good question. Mm. Is there any way to get in touch with Ian? Uh, Ian, what's your uh, link? Okay. I forgot yes. to get the link from you. Uh. So okay, go me... over to LinkedIn. Yep. Search for Ian Ong. Yep. And that face, you know. Yes, okay, let me, let me <laughs> and with that face, yeah. So, so that's the right Ian. I don't Hopefully, there there isn't a lot of Ian Ong la. <laughs> I, I I don't think there are a lot of Ian Ong la. So, like, I could find you, you know. So that's how we, yeah, mm. get connected. But thanks for that, you know, Chiwai. So go over and look for. I think moving forward, all these will be yeah e- e- a lot easier if we can actually yeah. Oh, remember is back. Uh, okay, what's yeah. up? Where have you been, man? You went to Mars for a bit. No, Elon Musk asked me want to go Mars. No, So that's how it works, lah. Okay, no. they, they rejected the invitation. Jason, I just sent you the link to Ian's uh, what on uh, WhatsApp. Oh, okay. Let's oh, see. Uh, okay. So right, I think that's pretty much. Uh, we we are wrapping up already, but in a way. Yeah. But then again, if you guys still have more questions, I can actually give you a final final kind of like one round to actually pull the questions but while we are doing that while we are waiting for that i'm gonna put in the so-called my okay uh uh, doing this to to actually send a link to connect with ian Mm -hmm. um and so guys uh, any questions any questions just go ahead uh before i start the wow it's a very simple you can do your wow and then we come back to the question let me share screener uh so you see, when you share screen on over here, right? Then we have a different way to play with this. What is it? Show uh, me, show me, tell me. Poison, poison, shit, poison. No. Okay, guys, can see my screen. I can see you only. V, v okay, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it up. I'm taking it up. There you go. Ah. And then we can do it like this. Okay. Hey, stream out only one way, right? I know. <laughs> what the hell? Like we go totally kind of like. Okay, now. Okay, that's consideration. my consideration. Yeah, that's my vid.io uh, uh, account. It's a free account. So I have this uh, desire to put subtitles into videos. Mm. So maybe I, I show you this one. It's the one for my LinkedIn cover story. So it can auto-generate the subtitle, but the... The, the captions, lah. Yeah, the captions, but the you still need to tweak a bit here and there, lah, because it's not mm. exactly very accurate. Lah. Absolutely. 90% yeah. got, lah. usually it's about that. Lah. Uh, so yeah. I also use this for our TikTok account also. We have put all the mm. subtitles. Mm. 
So uh, if you got time, you want to play with it, uh, go ahead. You see, I can edit video here. It takes a bit of time to, to load, but it's free, so don't ask for too much. Uh, there's a V.io watermark on the top left. Mm. So if you don't want that one, you can pay for it. Or the other way around is you take some, some stuff, you block it on the upper left. Sometimes I actually just use a white background cover it up. Mm. Mm. Well, is not expensive, right? Even for the subscription. I think it's not, not expensive, but I didn't bother to check. So this is my uh, video. So you go to subtitles. You can see. Wow. This is method. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you want to see the responsive also. Yeah, mm. you can see the whole video in my LinkedIn profile for this is my, my profile, my mm. LinkedIn cover story. Great, that's it. All right. Uh, also, Jason, can you the... pass the, the URL? Is uh, I also WhatsApp. Wait, uh, yep. Where it's oh, this, this taking away the job for a lot of Fiverr freelancer yeah. or even like an Upwork freelancer. Yeah. yeah. So it's V-I-O, There are even those, the other day, I think Jason shared a tool that is used for video editing as well. Wave. Mm. Was it Wave? No, there, Wave. there's another one that uh, I think the Justin Justin was sharing. I think that's pretty cool. That will do the transcription and then allows you to basically edit uh, certain those umma and all those things. And so that oh, okay. before yeah, you yeah, do yeah. your full editing. Actually, there are a lot. La. Now oh. is the best time to shop for this kind yeah. of software. You know, you a know, lot, really to. a lot of that. A lot. And in beware fact, of- fact, I, prepared, I prepared a lot. To, to share with your but uh, let's share one at a time. Uh. Yep. Yeah, but like uh, what Ian mentioned just now, like you got to be careful with, I mean, go for yeah. the more reliable one. Yes. Because I also realize right. there are more and more kind of like products popping up. Uh, you it's want to actually... check whether they have been allowed around for a while. Mm. You know, like, like. You also have worry that the roadmap is very weak, right? So you pay after that, you don't have much feature after that or something yeah. like that. Especially those yeah. coming from stuff like JVZoo or ClickBank, a, a lot of these ah, tools. Yeah. yeah, so those, right. those you have to be a bit more careful. That's very true, that's very true. But mm -hmm. seriously, go over, I think AppSumo has got a lot of good deals over there. Whatever that works for you, right? just grab it. 60 right. days, no-brainer. In fact, I bought a few and returned a few. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this is the one that I'm definitely going to keep. You know, okay. so Yeah, it's, it looks like a good buy. Looks like very, good. very smooth. And I can see that you know the whole show was run as smooth as StreamYard, I would say. Yep. Nothing, 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 dis nothing discounted, I would say. So, mm. so it's a very good experience. Okay. Now, right. So that's the last episode of the Three Marketing Show of 2021. Yes. Definitely. And all of us here would like to wish you and the best, I mean, uh, let's make 2022 the best year of our lives. Mm. So okay, things will get better uh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, so. All the best for 2022 is going to be awesome and uh, happy new year everyone so mm -hmm. this is what we do on every wednesday night we will continue doing it next week it's who uh, and next, next week we'll is, see you uh, next year yeah, next, <laughs> oh, yeah. Year, next year we, we will have see a you next year. expert in google analytics so oh, we will wow, see you nice. at the same time on wednesday at 10 p.m and ian remember you only answer two or three questions so you, so you, you have to come back 10 plus questions with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No we have problem, to come back no the problem. third round or something like that i think this is this, uh, <laughs> uh, <chat> session definitely <laughs> yes already okay yes. So yeah, that's it. That's where we actually kind of like, uh, yeah, what you are saying, thank you for 2021. Okay, now thank you so thank much you for guys. everyone thank who so much. participated in the entire journey and yes. uh, really look forward to serve you and have more fun with, learn from more experts, you know, in, uh, you know, in 2022. Yes. So with that, all right, let's wrap this episode. The thank last you. one for happy new year. Thank you so much and happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Bye. See you next year. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye bye.